five, and in memory of the fallen drones from the opening ceremonies, numbers two, three, 14, 20, and 32. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Raise your voice. They misspelled words because they fell. I, I, would, I would do a I, salute, but I don't know how to. It's okay. I was really hoping Duncan was going to swing into uh, the Heart for Whaler song. Uh, when <laughs> the most respectful of theme songs, of course. This is a respectful and somber moment, Mark. Exactly. Come on, Mark. Okay, I was, right. I was, sorry, I, sorry. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me try that again. <laughs> is that better never forget never forget never forget never forget all those drones and ronnie francis never forget <laughs> rest in pieces drones rest in pieces well, on those sober, somber notes, uh, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that didn't think we'd need those hamstrong bracelets quite so soon. We always Break them need out, them. Folks. We always need them. Exactly. It should just be permanent. It needs mm. to be a Jersey sponsor. Hi, mm. TFC. Um, if, if, on... you wear, if you wear enough of them, can it keep you warm in the cold? Oh my God! You have just have them like if you're insulated. Ooh, insulated hamstring bracelets. More of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would have yeah. bought. I would have bought like thirty of them. Honestly. <laughs> so fucking. Yeah, we, we, we 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 we're onto something here, guys. Yeah. I I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, All right. Imagine, imagine like, if they ones, were... get ones with but big enough to go around your thighs and everything as well. <laughs> and, oh. Full Imagine body. if they were real, how much money we would have raised by now. We could have had a wing of at oh least my God, the training so center. <laughs> the vocal minority suite at BMO Field, you know, like, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, on this week's episode, we discuss TFC's middling start to the season. Talk about the uh, Canadian Women's National Team XNT's testimony before a parliamentary committee. Ooh. Welcome Ooh. a new player. Yes, already. Uh, talk some KMPL. Look ahead to this weekend's match and more. Now this week's panel. Truly, again, enjoying watching footy from his nice, toasty, warm couch. Welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Uh, yeah, generally. I, I got the first half of the home opener, but then I was out for the second half. So, But, uh, but you yeah. were still on your warm couch. I was, yes. It's the place to be. It really is. It's a very nice couch. I've, 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 I've watched footy from it. Mm. Cats are ripping the shit out of it, but aside from that, no. it's, it's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basking and being able to enjoy a new kit and not get blamed for ruining the club, say hello to Mark Hinckley. Yeah, one point we got. Suck it, everyone. Yeah, you don't, think, you, don't th you don't think I'm keeping track of every fucking point that they get wearing that thing? You got that one. Oh, my God. Please keep an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, please no, keep a I'm, chart or something. I, I, uh, Martin, I hope Update you're sitting Friend of the show, Martin Bailey, if you happen to have a spreadsheet where, I don't know, in your wonderful pantheon of numbers... You happen to have been keeping track of what shirt they were wearing when those points were acquired. Uh, if you could just like throw me like a little share link to that 
that part of the database. I don't want to edit access. I just want to look at it so I can take a screenshot and then keep track myself. But otherwise, no, please don't start it. Um, yeah, I, I, I uh, I will say, I have to say that uh, to those of you who came up to me in the stadium who who were, I don't want to say brave enough, but like I had a bunch of people come up to me and uh, the worst thing that was said to me was it's growing on me. Otherwise, <laughs> a hand, like, like maybe the six or seven people who came up to like specifically talk about the kit, all like, I love it. I love it. I love it. So thank you guys. I appreciated that. It was nice to like, again, still... Didn't design the kit, you know. I didn't. Yeah. But it's nice to know that some of you know that the shit that I that I've kind of had to been uh, not put through, but the, you know, some were some, uh, <laughs> handfuls were endured. Flung yes. Yeah, endured. Yes. Endured. So, yes. So just a just a you know a little bit of love was 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 uh, was was quite kind of you. So thank you so very very much. Lovely. Um, I'm assuming he's still thawing from last weekend's match. Right, of course. Uh, well, he, was there. Yeah. he was there. He was there, obviously. Tony never miss him. No. no. Anyway, mm-hmm. Tony won't be joining us this week, so we'll we'll see him next week. Um, and as for me, I'm very excited about the addition to another club's coaching staff. More on that later. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now this week's show. I can't wait to find out. All right, we're going to start first off with what's been happening. And as I mentioned in the intro, yeah, we're going to talk about the eh, meh, start to Toronto season. Yes, exciting stuff. Um, they've, had, they've taken the lead in every single game they've played, Kristen. What, what more do you want? For them to keep the lead. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Baby steps. I th- I think well, th- you know what I, they didn't Kristen, lose the last two. I think what you should be lobbying for is not so much let's find a way to keep the you know keep the lead. Why don't we just lobby to reduce the game by thirty minutes? Mm. We would be Ooh. we would we would be I think we'd actually be undefeated if I'm not mistaken. We wouldn't have lost the first game. Intriguing, but we definitely would have six of the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check the time on the on that game first game, because I would be that would be particularly hilarious. Hmm. This is this is this okay. is this is this is. I, I think you know if they they change the rules of the game so so easily. So why not? This has this has to be good. Hold, hold. Atlanta, Atlanta apparently scored in the 60th minute. So okay, yeah, that fits. Yeah, that that oh. fits. Okay, update. We would have lost the first game, but that's okay. We'd still have six points instead of two. And everyone would be warmer. Oh my God. I would have stayed for the oh, whole game. so much Full disclosure. Good I left. Point. I, I, my, my face, my feet, my hands were just so sore. So props to you who could stick it out. But at the top of my section there, our section there, um, there's no protection whatsoever. So None whatsoever. There, there, there's a roof, Mark. Yeah, that doesn't do much for wind. That doesn't stop the wind. Or, I mean, it wasn't raining, but it wouldn't stop rain either. We've been there. <laughs> no. 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 Sorry. Has, there has um, to be no wind, and the rain has to fall directly straight down. Straight down, which happened once, and it once. worked. Yeah, once. 
Actually, it was it, magic. It once when the wind was blowing towards the lake and we were still protected. But even mm. then, that only lasted like five minutes and then the wind changed direction. It was all then the wind. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. So. We didn't record last week, obviously, so we're not gonna, we're not going to get too deep into the Atlanta match really at all. Just to, as I mentioned that. Again. They well, one, they have yet to beat Atlanta on their home pitch, except for the 2019 playoffs, um, which was delightful. Um, and for the, at the time, the second match in a row, um, TFC went ahead and then conceded. Now I will say that match in particular, I thought while not a shining example of brilliant football in any way, shape, or form. They did manage to keep it at a draw, and I felt it was at least hard fought or hard, you know, they endured. They, 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 they got, they, they eked out the point. It, they probably it a, deserve. It was a pretty competent bus parking. Yes. Yes. And yes. They, they didn't have much possession. They never really looked much like doing much going forward. No, um, but but you know they they more or less sort of kept Atlanta uh, at bay fairly well. And especially in comparison to the season opener, in which they didn't look like they could keep you know a fly at bay kind of thing. It was pretty sad. Um, moving on to. The home opener, the chilly home opener, the very fucking cold home opener. Uh, Mark, how are you doing? It it took a while. I mean, <laughs> I'm good. Like I'm good now. Like I I was fine by the time I got home. Um, I will give a shout out to uh, the Korean restaurant that had army stew. Um, I drank almost all of the fucking broth because it was hot and spicy, and I had feelings in my fingers and my hands. I could bend my thumbs properly. I was trying to, te- I, I believe, Kristen, I was actually trying to text you and it hurt to try and like, oh, no, it was, just, it was a, I don't know what the hell was going on. My hands were in my pocket the entire game. It wasn't like I was like, you know, clapping and, you know, making gestures and hands are exposed. Like, no, they were, they were secure, but my thumbs were, were, were in rough shape. So by the time I got, you know, post, post restaurant soup and tea and all that, and I was like, okay, I'm good. But um, train ride was painful a bit. <laughs> it's like, is this going to stop? Is my face going to stop being sore? Is anyway, I, I, it was the most coldest, not statistically cold game I think I've ever been to. Like it wasn't Fun. that cold, but I and I was layered up, and it didn't matter. So anyway, I, I survived. So, uh, but so I also shout out to so many people who also ditched when we did. <laughs> <laughs> that train was not full, but it was far from empty. So well played, guys. Um, so for this one, again, uh TFC went ahead um and then conceded late, held on. Now, a little different. This one had a bit more lively play from Toronto. Um, but also uh, standout performance from Sean Johnson, mm-hmm. who 
I honestly believe will be worth whatever they are paying him, if not more. Um, delightful goal from DeAndre Kerr. Mm-hmm. Like, yay. Yeah, I... Homegrown player. Ooh. First goal of the season. Sorry. I feel like, you know, what the fuck was the goalie doing? But yeah, good for him. That's nice. Well done. Underestimating the young man, clearly. I, mean, I feel like that there was clearly some element of, like, he managed to sort of trick the goalkeeper into thinking he was going to go to the far post and then he went near post instead. So there's, there's yeah. an element of that to it. But Jesus Christ, goalie, what are you doing? There's a lot of room there at the near post. I, you got that all wrong. Yeah, he did. You would think you would think a guy that that had the last name Room would have an understanding of space. <laughs> yeah, suck it, Eloy. You know what I'm. You know what I'm <laughs> I just enjoyed like every well, I was only watched like half of the game, but every made a save, it was like yeah, Room. Ah. <laughs> and he cleaned that up well. Bad puns. Um, but again, I do think that there was, there was a, there was a bit more to like in this particular match other than again, the, the conceding, um, as opposed to the match against Atlanta. And again, we've already, we're just going to forget the first match of the season. Um, but there's obviously still some disconnect in terms of, um, in terms of the midfield, uh, but th- I think the defensive unit starting to look more solid, except for uh, you know Petretta. Yay, that's good. More injuries. Um, I don't know. Uh, I missed a good chunk. I missed most of the first half because I was on my way home from work. Um, no, I did not go to the match. So um, a little Duncan, you saw the first half. Um, yes. What were your thoughts? Um, yeah, kind of like what you're saying is all right. This is better than it was against Atlanta. You know, they they did some good things. Uh, Richard Araya looked a bit dangerous here or there. Uh, you know, Sean Johnson through the, the bits of the season I've seen, seen so far, just mainly the Atlanta game and then first half of this. You know, he looks very good. That's uh, definitely a positive. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's clearly. Uh, not the not the finished article yet. Mm, yes, I would say that uh, I, I I know that within the first five minutes that I thought uh, um, we are we are regressing all the way back to um, very early TFC where they just give up the dumbest goal possible in the first five minutes and um, through Columbus's inability to finish and and Johnson getting bailing everybody out. Uh, I think you know, they obviously didn't score, but uh, you could see, you could see as the first half was kind of playing on, they were gaining more confidence, gaining more control, moving the ball forward. Um, it, like goal, notwithstanding, even after the goal, it looked like they were going to go for a second. And I, it, like you, like you said, not the finished article, Clearly, mm-hmm. still a work in progress, but the key word there is progress. They looked a lot more cohesive against Columbus than they did 
against Atlanta and sustained for a longer period of time. So, I mean, I've got, I got patience. I've Lord knows if you support TFC, you've got patience, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's true. I, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think this is as, this is as um, piecemeal or, you know, disparate parts as it kind of sort of looked at near the end of last year. So whatever, whatever is going on seems to be moving forward incrementally. If we're still having this conversation by mid-May panic. Yeah. Slap the shit of that panic button. Let's just get it over with now. Let's not, let's not coast until August after the league's cup. When we get to the semifinals for a thing that doesn't matter. Um, let's, uh, Let's 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 be let's be a little more uh, vigilant on the oh shit this isn't happening the way we thought it would uh, attitude but uh, yeah yeah positive all around reasonable reasonable um, I think uh, and you know we've we've talked about you know you're talking about incremental changes and and, and slow improvements. Um, I think there is still a concern that I don't know, perhaps will be alleviated in the next match um, with the loss of Petretta, um, who seems to be potentially out for a bit um, with whatever happened to him. I'm just assuming it's another. All the injuries seem to be lower body, leg, groin, as per usual, as per whatever tfc almost every fucking year like can we please just ins- can we insist on a new um uh uh like physio team i don't know is it i, I think i probably have this as a topic later on somewhere don't i um i think the, i think what you're looking for is uh, stem cell research Kristen. um <laughs> I feel like we need to be on the cutting edge of therapy by getting getting those delicious nutritious stem cells and just injecting them everywhere. Let's not let's not just let's not just hamstring this shit. Let's do the whole thing. <laughs> all right, all right, fair, fair, fair. But it I just I do think it's like it's like all right, again, we're like we're already thin on the fullback position and one of our brand new players is is down injured and and Petretta's not he's not an old man he's one of the non old man players like <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. um anyway it's just annoying Bradley hates hamstrings okay let's just let's just call this that's true that that you know what that is that is uh that is like, facts yeah you're just, right ooh, daddy hates say, hamstrings yeah, daddy hates hamstrings I presume you're talking about Daddy there, but I don't know Bradley. Why is it oh. never Bradley getting injured? Why is it never Michael Bradley getting injured? He's yes. there to play every fucking game. Because nobody works as hard as Michael Bradley, Duncan. He does never get injured Michael- to take some time off. Michael Bradley doesn't work this. <laughs> works too hard. I'm Michael Bradley. Mm. Hi, I'm Michael Bradley. I work harder than anybody else. I'm Michael Bradley. Well, I guess whatever he's doing, it's working, but... Bleh. I know. Yeah. Delicious stem cells. Mm. <laughs> out of his own pocket though that's why he can afford it yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna guess some kind of sort of lance armstrong-esque like blood transfusion kind of thing that he's he's got going oh. there to keep himself young uh yeah yeah i could see that that's fair that's yeah. fair yeah mm-hmm. 
I agree. It seems that seems very reasonable. Proof is wrong. Anyway, yeah. um, so three games, three games in, you know, there's again, there's signs of improvement, even with injuries to players. You know, the 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 defense seems to be coming together. Obviously, Sean Johnson is going to be a good addition. Um, obviously, there's too much reliance on Bernardeschi, but hopefully. Other players will step up. Uh, you know, it was nice again. Nice to see someone else score a goal. Um, DeAndre Kerr in that in the in the last match, that kind of thing. Uh, obviously, you know, it's too soon for panic stations yet. But I do think we're going to move on from this one second. But I do think it's kind of funny, but also very very TFC fandom, hundred percent that everyone's like. Oh, look at this! Look at this non-winning streak that we're on, going back to last September or whatever, whatever it is. However, whenever the last game it was that, that Toronto won, um, and I get it. I get. I, I understand the desire to like find, you know, what the literally what the streak is. When is the last time they won a game? Um, and let's just make it all horrible. It's two different teams pretty much entirely. So I don't know. I'm just, I, I get we're a doom and gloom fan base. Like that's kind of our thing, but even, even I'm not willing to like lean on this one too hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, it's been a while since, since they won a game, but that was the whole other season. And with a crappier goalie. Yes. Half a defense. Yes, interject on this one. Uh, I feel like there was a, yes, a start towards the start of the season there after they lost the first game. It's like, oh, you know, they've now won, like, they've lost about six in a row going back to last season, which is like the most, aside from that thing in 2011, and they lost like nine straight. That's the longest losing streak. And, you know, sure, they've won a couple of games since then. But right now, they're on uh, sort of two points. Out of their last eight games, uh, 2011, no, sorry, 2012 TFC, Aaron Vinter, uh, they got three points out of their first 10. So got to get a point in the next two games or they're worse than uh, Aaron Vinter. In fact. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for the truth, Duncan. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. And, you know, Vinter got fired after three points in, uh, in 10 games. Yeah. Bradley's right there. Bradley's right there. And he hasn't won a Voyager's Cup, has he? No. No, he no, that's true. That's true. Or or taken Toronto to the CCL, mm-hmm. unlike Aaron Vinter. Particularly, mm-hmm. did, did, did he win a Voyager's Cup? When did TFC win the 2020 Voyager's Cup? That was 2022, wasn't it? Damn it. In which case, Bradley, Bradley was there for that. Uh, Fine. Um, because Hamilton lost a, a shootout. Because of course they did. Well, that's it, just tradition. I mean, it is. It's. I mean, it's Hamilton. They wrote a fucking musical about it. They lose the shootout. <laughs> um, just it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I, the flag for, the banner for winning the Voyagers Cup is, mm. like, kind of behind us at, at where the Tribal Rhythm Nation are. Sure. And um, it says 2020 Voyager's Cup. I couldn't help but notice the asterisk next to 2020. So no, just, really? Yeah, yeah. There's an asterisk. I love it. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. 
Does <laughs> are you able to get close enough to do the is does it say somewhere actually on the flag what the asterisk stands for? No, I didn't. I didn't see it, but um, I now feel like is, is it written in tiny writing at the bottom of the flag? Can you get I, close enough I, to check I, that? I, what I feel like is that um, there is room to make another set of scarves. <laughs> <laughs> Except ours, the asterisk will take up 30% of the fucking scarf. So we're not hiding behind this. No. Um, anyway, I just, thanks for mentioning the 2020 cup. I saw that and I, <laughs> I chuckled. Oh my God. That's amazing <laughs> yeah. though. I love it. I love yeah. it. That's so good. That's Attention so to detail. Go team. <laughs> oh my god that is yeah that is that is that is seriously magical all right well we'll have we'll have plenty of tfc to to talk about because you know that's one of the things we do. speaking of tfc the league's cup yeah. Pause for excitement. Um, the schedule. The schedule was released. Ooh. That's exciting. Does that not just yeah? Um, here are the two dates for you to not care about. Um, well, let's say care, care about less this. about. Care less. There's, yeah. there's less isn't, caring. Isn't the league taking like a, a six week break for these two games? Yes. So much time off for this Ooh. thing. Um, so. TFC are in a group with the Pizza Rats and Atlas. Mm. And Toronto's first match is um, in New York against the Pizza Rats, obviously. And then they host Atlas um, end of July. So the week before, they're in New York. I mean, that that's a small something, I guess. You know, that's a that's a team that's never been to Toronto before. There's something, yeah, yeah, about I'm, that I guess. Like, I, I actually am weirdly. I I will I will. Well, the, the, these tickets are apparently included in our season seat holder package. So, Hells yeah. Um, you know, I'll I'll go to that. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm going to that. Uh, and and, oh, and here's really? here's why. Here's why. <laughs> okay. I want to collect each of the heads of Liga MX for this club. We've got all <laughs> the big ones. We've got them all. We just need the lesser ones. So Atlas, yeah, that's you, a lesser one. Come the fuck on down. We got Club America. We got Pumas or uh, uh, Tigres. We got Chivas. We got Cruz Azul. Bring your Price tiny ass over here. We want another. Collect them, <laughs> trade them with your friends. Liga MX. Um, should uh, TFC finish in the top two in their group, because that's mm. how you advance, um, they will play the top two in E4, East 4, for those of you playing along at home, which is made up of the exciting combination of the energy drinks, Ooh. The tea terrorists, Ooh. Um, and come on, Atletico de San Luis, San Luis. Um, so where are they from then? San Luis, obviously, but where? That is a fine question. One second. I think that's. 
if I remember correctly, that's like the south east south east coast of Mexico. I think so. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Right. Anyway, so we're, we're we're hoping we're hoping for them. So this um, is specifically just MLS and League of LX. It's not a Concacaf thing. There's no correct. Costa Ricans or Hondurans no. or anything. Okay, yeah. Nope. Nope. Right. This is strictly across the two leagues coming yeah. together like a really <laughs> what, unexciting what I mean, bond of football. What, what I like to think is that uh, the Athletic San Luis, uh, they're actually it's just the uh, the sort of Ethnic club from St. Louis. St. Louis <laughs> Athletic. The Derby. Yes. <laughs> I stand corrected. Uh, uh, St. Louis is almost kind of sort of dead center. They're like north of oh. Mexico City, south of Monterey. Oh, there you go. It, yeah. I don't, I, I think I was confusing it with, uh, with, uh, uh, no, no. You know, you know, I was confusing it with where Atlas or where, where Atalanta was playing, which is down there. Oh, okay. Well, that, you know, yeah. I get that. But yeah, I mean, this is bullshit. If this whole thing can't ever be used as an excuse to have Saint Louis play against San Luis, <laughs> you'll know the fix is in, though. Hmm. I just, I mean, who will finally put to rest which one's the superior? Yeah, that's true. That is true. The age old question. Those arch fuckers have had it coming. I'm just just want to put oh, yeah. it out there. Yep. They just they've had it coming. Yeah. It's like that's congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. You're half a McDonald's franchise. Boom. Nice. Oh, hot fucking fire, Doug. <laughs> Hell of. Um, so yeah, so that's you know something that we'll talk about in july but i figured i'd let you get you know excited well in advance by knowing who toronto are playing and when i i am gonna go and line up to buy season uh buy myself a season ticket to secure a, a ticket to that game i you should yep. you really should duncan i yes. don't want you to miss out it's I very <laughs> they, they did send me an email as you got today from tfc saying oh. season ticket packages are still available <laughs> are you are oh, you sure come back we miss are you, you sure are you sure yes. you don't want to? You want to go? <laughs> I, the one thing I will say is, uh, and and I really genuinely appreciate that we didn't get the uh, New York City FC game as well. I really wouldn't want to go to both of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to see them for nothing. Exactly. I barely want to see them when there's a when there's points on the line. Exactly. No, no, no. I, a team, a team from Liga MX that we've never seen them play before, or from somewhere else. Fine, Hells you yeah. know. That's 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 different, but the fucking pizza rats. Um, no. Yeah. So is is presumably the uh, the San Luis versus New York game is in San Luis, or is this one of those? All of the games are in North. Like well, San America, Luis, Canada. San Luis is in the San Luis is in the other group with uh, Red Bulls and. Oh shit! Right. Yeah. Atlas, sorry. Yeah. New yes. York versus Atlas. That's in Mexico. That's in Mexico. Oh. Okay. Good, good. Where did I see it? Um, all the, yeah, all the games are. Hang on, where did I see it? I, yeah, I, I believe all the games are taking place in United States and Canada. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I thought there was something. I'm, I'm, I'm I just, apologize. The pool of regional venues between the two Liga MX clubs are not as follows, and it lists. They're all American. They're all American um, 
Oh, well, that's disappointing. I, I, I looked I looked at the schedule. I just glanced at the schedule. I was just looking for our matches. I saw Pizza Rats, Atlas, and I thought I saw the other way around. But no. right, hand, um, I'll, I'll scan through. Mm. No, I believe you. Yeah, no, no. yeah, I see the, the all 77 matches held in either the US or Canada. So, oh. well, yeah, top class competition you got there, guys. Well done. Like the are they going are they, are they, are they to let all the teams in? Burn. What's hilarious Ooh. is that the only group where there are two Mexican sides in it is the one with Austin in it. And that game is also being played in Austin. Oh, wow. It's shocking. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Which is, if that doesn't add more stink to this whole thing, I don't know what does. Yes. It's like, oh, well, so neither of those teams of- get a home game? Ah, Nice try. Speaking of stink, all right, all go right. on, Kristen. No, speaking speaking of not letting oh. teams uh, teams into play, um, the the CCL, which again we love, um, even though our team is not playing in it this year, uh, is on right now. Uh, the early rounds are, and I did not realize that Fubo slash that other channel um, is carrying it until i was i was late to that i was like oh wait i can watch these matches right now nice um so i got to watch one of the most delightful things ever which was violet ac beat austin in aggregate over two matches after almost not being able to play because they didn't have enough fucking players because they couldn't get their visas approved because Americans. Um, But somehow, and this is one of my very favorite things is that they, they signed players um, from like, I think like the, was it the pizza rats farm team or something so that they could fill out their roster. (laughs) They got to 14 players altogether. Yes. Um, which was freaking amazing. Um, anyway, it is, it is Uh. one of the best stories ever. Um, and pops one of the best things to ever happen in CCL. Absolutely ever. And if you were not cheering for Violette, unless you are legitimately an Austin FC fan, um, even so. Yeah, Even so, you, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you how do you sleep at night? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, that and, was, oh my uh... god, the ten minutes of added time. I was just like, <laughs> what? Which, to, to be fair, yeah, okay. There, there, there's oh, it made a sense. very long sort of vile thing about a penalty that probably should have been given but wasn't. Uh, and then, you know, random sort of shithousery and mm-hmm. sort of handbags after one of the goals of 10 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, fuck, that's a... But it was stressful. <laughs> it, was yeah. like, it was like, yeah. like after the first Austin goal, I was like, okay, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Second one, I was just like, no, don't you fucking dare. Yeah, I mean, that was like, you know, just the way that happened. Because I mean, the goal he had been playing well, he'd done a lot of good things. He yeah, definitely. He did a bunch of other good things, but that second goal was, oh no. And that was like the 63rd minute. There was a lot of time. So At that point, time. it seems like inevitable that, uh, okay, this isn't going to work, is it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, then they just sort of kept going and it was just completely fucking 
all Austin. They just never got out of their own half, didn't they? Yeah. And I'm just going looking at stats now. The, the shots was 35 to 6. And you know, only oh. 10, of, 10 of those shots were on target, and you know, two of them went in. Um, but yeah, it's they, they were just completely all over them. And yeah, they just shots were just missing, or the goalie was making saves and everything. It was uh, very, very uh, sort of enjoyable in a sort of stressful. Yeah, you can't possibly. <laughs> this can't keep going, can it? it? Oh, it did. Kind of way. It's uh, fantastic. And you know, did it happen to Austin? <laughs> oh my uh, God! Delightful. An extra bit of mm-hmm. delightfulness uh, to that, but yeah, especially as you say, with just the visa issues, where a whole bunch of that the team wasn't allowed in, and I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> fuck you guys. But uh, yeah, with ten corners to none. Oh God, I know. <laughs> passes five hundred eighty-five to one hundred ninety-six. Possession seventy-seven percent. Shots thirty-five to six. Um, but yeah, the the uh, only lost two 0 had like two goals ruled out. Um, you know, and the, a penalty that probably should have been given that wasn't. And uh, yeah, it all worked out very nicely. It was delightful. Hooray for the CCL. Indeed, indeed. So I, yeah, I, yeah, wonderful. Um, I have zero idea as to who they, 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 they match up against next. I have no idea. Um, But, but to, you know, kind of tie everything in, we're talking about Atlas earlier, I kind of, the stuff to, you know, I just left the TV channel on and the next step it started showing was was like Atlas versus Olympia and, you know, Honduras and Honduran teams were 4-1 up after the first leg. And then, you know, they were just about holding on and holding on and then they didn't. Uh, Atlas actually did come back and win. That was uh, a bit annoying. It was about the 80-something minute, I think, when they scored the sort of equalising slash go-ahead on away goals. Goals and uh, boo, <laughs> fucking Atlas. But uh, yeah, I don't still know the football. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. All right. Um. One more thing before we yeah. uh, move on to the next section. So yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. I'm just going to look. I want to see. Yeah, if you look that, that up, that would be great. Um. In. Another, you know, in, in in a move that again announces that Hamilton gets to do whatever the fuck they want. Not even um, a secret anymore. It's like is if it ever was, but it was never a secret, people. No, but this again is one of those moves that just Ooh. like says, yeah. Oh, Violette, go on, Duncan. Violette are going to be playing against TBD. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> opponent! I'm not sure which TDB it is. To be honest, I can maybe try and look further into that. But uh, yeah, don't know. It doesn't tell me yet. All good. Um, so Hamilton signed uh, Manricker James. <laughs> How the fuck <laughs> is this allowed? Oh, like, it's... what? What? I yeah. I mean, look. Okay, so if anybody is genuinely getting mad right now, right now, like, like Magic or James signs for Forge, 
Forge have gone too far. You are late. Late. <laughs> late. By at least a season. You are late. No, I would even go as far as you were probably oh. late from year one. Like just, just doing like rough math. If, if, if uh, Becker is, it was widely speculated that he was the highest paid player in the league. Some even suggesting he was making six figures. When you have a salary cap of three quarters of a million for the entire coaching staff and all, and he's going to take up over 15% of your available funds and still have a team that's fucking incredible. Like figure it out, people just work it back. And then they got better year after year. Like they just kept signing people. Like we forge went out at the end of last year, signed two of Pacific's better players. Like, where do you, where do you think that that cap space came from? <laughs> did, did, did he get money late. for playing? Is it like MLS where you get money for playing in the CCL and uh, I, all that sort I have of thing? No idea. You get extra allocation money. I, I, yeah. I have no idea. I, I, Are they I, trying I, to pad their call-ups to the national team bonus? I don't maybe, know. Like, I don't know. I, I, I genuinely feel like the salary cap is written in pencil. Like, it's just okay. Let's 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 move it, but don't say anything to anybody. Just move it. Like, it, like it's. I'm not. I'm not. It's not even like it's not a fix or anything like that. But clearly. Just look at the look at the talent and just even conservatively guess what you think everyone's making. It still doesn't. It's still way over seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, way over. So like, like it's it's unfortunate for the rest of the league, but I'm happy to see Medrick or James play domestically. <laughs> it's just a shame okay. that's sport. <laughs> Like I, I, I am happy for him in that yes, he gets to play domestically and he does seem happy. But it sounds like he was very lonely in his last club, um, et cetera, et cetera. And he'd only just you know recently left, and and I don't even know if they have a league this year because he's playing in Ukraine. Um, but it's just. Oh, oh, and I forgot. I forgot. Of course, like it, it's no shock that he's playing for Hamilton as opposed to any other Canadian team in North America. Because why? Oh, because he played for Bobby at Sigma. Bobby's at the wheel. Tell me how good. You know, what's what's perfectly hilarious about this Ooh, is that on. is that. 80 percent of this side has been made up of. Sigma affiliated players. No, it's, it's really? no, but like, it, but to the point where, and like, it's almost, I'm like, I'm, I might be trying to make a connection that actually isn't there, but it, it's almost like you played there, you know how the system works. You're going to, you're going to slot right in to the system oh, that yeah. you know all too well. There's oh, yeah. no learning curve, especially no. like, 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 why if you want if you want success you want to be happy about how where you're playing how you play why wouldn't you go somewhere that's familiar it's crazy though he just keeps adding talent to this list it's it's bonkers to me 
But Personally, like, I look, I look forward to them signing Kyle Laren and uh, to Richard Larea. <laughs> it's and, coming, uh, Duncan. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. You know it's coming. They're going to make up some <laughs> fucked up rule where Hamilton actually qualifies for Champions League and they're just going to go. <laughs> emergency, sure. emergency hardship oh, yeah. signings yeah. or Kyle something. Laren I don't fucking know. fucking loan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course he did. Of course he's coming. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's, the the can you is it nepotism i don't even know what you call this but like like the the cult of bobby smirdiotis the cult of bobby and sigma it's, it's, lives like it's on kind of, it has to be a thing because there's no way he keeps getting former graduates to come back I know. and then make the juggernaut bigger seriously what is in that kool-aid and what's and what like what has always impressed huh. me about Tejol buchanan as well that's not him. He was a, he was a Sigma. So, Mark, shit. No. Yes. No. Yes. Bad Mark. 2027 no. World Cup Champions. No. Um, <laughs> um, no, but like, but, but honestly, though, like, what's what I what blows my mind about Smirios and Forge is that they can lose two or three players and play like there's nobody missing. Like, it's because they, had, they have all the players. No, but it's but the thing is, is that they like they they had a they were missing a center back. Daniel Crutzen was out for most of a season. I know, and the they poor, took they his place was a winger, Achniotis and they were Johnson to play center back, and he won fucking defender of the year, rightfully yeah. so, yeah, because he but was like, amazing at it. But like, what? How in the fuck do you miss one of the stalwart defenders of the league? And replace him as if there's no missing piece. That's insane to me. Like not even, not even a, not even a reasonable blip. Not even like, oh, there was a couple hiccups like in the last couple games. Not even that shit ever happens. Forward goes down. The uh, um, what's his face? Uh, Tristan Borges gets signed, goes plays for for OHL over in in Belgium. It's like, shit, we just lost like, you know, 20 goals a year or whatever, 15 goals a year, whatever he was bagging. Couldn't even tell you he wasn't there because they kept scoring. And that's a striker. <laughs> so, yes, this yeah. is fucked up. I know it's fucked up. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've just tried to dissect it as many ways as I can. And it both makes sense and it's unfair. And I don't understand it. And so be it. So, Yeah. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> Sorry about your other three teams, Kristen. <laughs> Josh Hurd is captain of the Aquaman. You shut up. Congratulations. Good signing. Good signing. It is a good. It's very good. Makes me happy. He'll be in Hamilton two years. Shut it. Yes. Stop, Stop it. We are the dark side. I'm not gonna lie. I know this. I'm. St- I apparently are been, the bad guys. <laughs> Um, have been since day one yep. basically. and with, with all good reasons honestly like <sighs> i can't even not like i can't pretend that it's not so good <laughs> anyways congratulations i'm glad you have a team to play in your home and all that shit <sighs> spoken like a true to man united fan like ugh. Look at us, we're all good, we've got all the good players. Uh, yeah. That's, no, awful. I'm not. Don't hate glory. us because we're beautiful. Nice awful thing. glory hunting. That's a, that's a stretch parallel, you know it too. 
It's nice to see a young Canadian player playing at home, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to well, what we're talking about, even though we're always talking about everything, but um, obviously one of the things we've been talking about a lot uh, over the last month or so uh, has been the ongoing um, dispute, uh, fight, disagreement mm-hmm. uh, between the uh, Canada MUNT, XNT, and Canada Soccer. Uh, with all of that, as with some other uh, national sport organizations in Canada, the Heritage Committee has been, you know, asking for testimony about things. Well, last week, representatives of the WNTXNT went to Ottawa and gave testimony. In um, if you hadn't, if you haven't had a chance to watch it you you can find it online i i do recommend it uh for a couple reasons one to see the not just incredible frustration from the players but but how well spoken how well thought out um their arguments or their evidence their concerns are um but highlighting that is for christine sinclair's epic burn of former csa president nick bontis it's a thing of beauty a thing of beauty where she tears him apart with one sentence it's amazing um but the other thing, and lots of people have talked about this, like, like parliamentary committees are not necessarily made up of experts in the field in which evidence is being presented. And there's a certain amount of misunderstandings about, you know, the organization perhaps that's talking to you or the, the sport as a whole, um, a little bit of weird grandstanding. Anyway, it's... It's sort of delightful to watch just, you know, with a little bit of suspension of disbelief um, and understanding that stupid questions were going to get asked. Um, But part of that ignorance, again, is that so little is known about any of these things. Anyway, did either of you get a chance to watch some or part of the testimony? No, unfortunately, I merely read things rather than watched. Unfortunately, I did not. I wanted to, but it was just not in the cards for me. But uh, I'm super interested in going back and checking it out, mostly because it's not even so much the uh, burial of uh, one doctor, but uh, not that he you know doesn't deserve it. But I'm I'm just I really I just want to see them state their case at with as little shall we say um editing you know what i mean they're just free to have a go this is their moment this isn't a byline and a quote you know what i mean it's not this is the whole unvarnished process and 
I just want to enjoy hearing their whole truth unblemished, for lack of a better term. So I'm very interested in checking this out. Well, it, it is it is worth your time. It is, and that's exactly what it is. Um, so even within, you know, some, you know, repetitive questions or whatever, they really did. And sure, I, I, I appreciate also a well-prepared soundbite um, in some other statements, but factual, you know, they weren't exaggerating anything. And the one of the things that was really underscored, and we know this, is that, you know, this team has been more successful than the men's team um, and has been expected constantly for the most part to do more with less funding and less support from the CSA. And that was reiterated and underscored time and again, but the one thing, and again, the thing with Christine Sinclair and Nick Bontis. So, you know, they had, the team representatives from the team with which she was like the chief rep um, went to a meeting with the CSA last year um, about their concerns, that sort of thing. And, and, you know, wasn't feeling very supported or listened to in the meeting. And then there was like a break in the meeting or later on the meeting and Bontis really literally said, what was it that Christine was bitching about? Oh, I remember. I remember reading that one. And, and, what a like, piece of shit. What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. Like to 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 dismiss it in any term, but to dismiss it with that, you know, that stain of 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 misogyny, right? Oh, what are the women bitching about now? You know, like that sort of thing. So anyway, it was really, really interesting. I do recommend um you either read about it or go back and watch some of it. It's it's not even an hour. So it doesn't take up or no, sorry, that's not true. It's like an hour and a half. Um, but, you know, whatever length of a soccer match. And we all we all give up time for that. Right. Been known on to. the heels on the heels of this or right before this, um, the CSA in a preemptive strike released details of the proposed a proposed labor deal with the national teams like literally the morning of the the day that the members of the XNT were going to testify and you know dirty pool you guys <laughs> like it's just I, I get they're trying to, anyway, it just, it looks, what I don't understand through all of this over and over and over and over and over and over and over again is how they continue the CSA, how they continue to step wrong, to, to choose the wrong decision. You know, it's like, it's like they've been handed to choose your own adventure book. And every single page they turn to, they have died in the quicksand or been eaten by alligators or fallen off a cliff or, or, or I don't remember what all the other horrible deaths were in the choose your own adventure books, but there was lots of them. Mm -hmm. And this feels like every single time they do something, even, even if this is a good deal, even if this is a good deal. Um, and it was brought up during the testimony and, and, and the players were like, some of the details in this we were not aware of yet. 
So, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I feel like I feel like uh, I mean this is like no shit mark so just bear with me but like it's the reactive versus proactive I think we all like just I just want a proactive fucking organization instead of something that, it's like let's see how long we can get away with this mediocrity until somebody calls our calls calls us out on it and to be fair this is record levels of mediocrity like from a administrative point of view like this is this is an incredible amount of i don't know what you want to call it sadness disappointment in spite of all that success on the pitch but like it's like why why can't why can't we pivot into something proactive instead of just we're just going to stay the course because clearly us being mediocre as administrators is working. Isn't that right? I mean, look, we got gold medal in the World Cup. Like, and we're shit. We're still shit. Nobody, nobody calls us. Like, I'm tired of this. And not, this is, I want the players to absolutely roast the ever living shit out of everyone involved because this, this is a way overdue, long time coming. But it's like, who's going to save you? We keep hoping, like, I keep hoping that the CSA, someone's going to, like, the provinces are all going to come in and they're going to save the CSA. Mm. Are they, though? They've got their own interests. They're probably benefiting from this bullshit system, too. But, like, now it's the players. The players have to save themselves. And if it wasn't for the fact that they were going to parade everybody in front of the government, who's to say that any, like that this was going to get resolved with a new deal all of a sudden? It's reactive. It's bullshit. Well, I don't think it, nothing's been resolved yet. No, but like it doesn't. It's not. Of course, nothing's been resolved. They're they're fighting for last year's money for fuck's sakes. Of course, nothing's been resolved because they're going to fight for last year's money next year, which is this year. Like, it's just they need to get ahead of it. Like, when I say they need to get ahead of it, I don't mean the scandal of it. They need to come up with something a lot more satisfying and robust than just simply, well, here's the money we owed you. Oh, and we're going to send another doctor. Is that what you want? Is that good? Okay. Sign here, please. I'm tired of this. And I'm sorry that they had to do this. But I'm glad they did. I don't know how you guys are feeling. I, I feel like the whole thing really just sits more just the CSA as a whole, but it's, it's just its overall incompetence when it comes to sort of bringing money in and being able to spend it. I mean, I I don't really feel like I, I buy up until the last couple of years that, oh, they were spending so much money, so much more money on the men than the women. Um, you know, if you look, I feel like over the last like decade or so before that, I mean, I, I don't really remember, you know, there'd been a lot of like, men's games really sort of going on outside of like, the Gold Cup or World Cup qualifying. There's definitely some, you know, there's, there's more friendlies with the women's team or you know, every year they get to go off and play in the Algarve Cup or Arthur Clark Cup, whatever the fuck it is. Um, 
And, you know, there was that time, I don't know if they still do it, where like, the CSE was specifically paying the wages of some Canadian national players in the NWSL. You know, never did that for any men's players. Um, so, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it, it then all of a sudden comes, oh, the men's team is actually good and they've got this World Cup qualifying. And now, oh, holy shit, look at what you're willing to do for those guys after all this time when, well, oh, there's no money to do anything for, for you. I do get that. But uh, yeah, it's mainly just the, yeah, it's just really exposing just the, the CSA as a whole. Is just, yeah, you're just incompetent. incompetent at bringing money in and being able to spend it. I, you know, um, I mean, and there, I, there I is still think, the ongoing. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was saying, I think probably a lot of it, as far as the, like, the women goes, is probably. You know they, who they can really compare themselves to. The one thing that's just obviously right there is like the U.S. women's team, and yeah, I imagine those guys were getting a shitload more money than the Canadians were. Um, and then yeah, all of a sudden, when the men's team is actually uh, sort of doing good and got a whole bunch of World Cup qualifiers to play, all of a sudden, oh, you're spending a lot more money on those guys, aren't you? So you, know, you can see where they're coming from, but. Uh, Again, I, I feel like you know, the Canadian women's national team was probably you know, one of the highest funded women's national teams in the world. I think I saw somewhere like the CSA was saying it was they were like the, the second highest. Not sure I buy that. I mean, I don't know exactly what the, the numbers would be, but you know, they, they would have been up there amongst the top as far as like women's football as a whole is concerned. Um, but yeah, and yeah, you get to compare yourselves against the Americans because they're right there. You know, you're playing on the same club teams. You know, uh, you, you know that's what you can compare yourself to, and you feel kind of like hard done by. And, and uh, well, I yeah. think, well, hard done by maybe, I think, is not accurate. I I think in talking about spending between both 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 national teams. Um, the CSA has pointed out or whatever, according to their books, their findings, um, mm. over a, whatever it was a seven, eight year period of time that they, they paid pretty much the exact same amount of money to both national teams, mm. which and sounds. Presumably the, the women were also bringing in a whole bunch of money from like Olympic, like own the Well, and that's the thing. You. So they were, there was no extra expenditure for the, the women's team who were competing at higher levels and succeeding at higher levels. So they, there was no, there was no additional support. There was no like, Oh, we really need to like, you know, drive this home because they are doing so well. Mm -hmm. As soon as the men did one thing, one thing that was good, all of the money got thrown at them. And I think sure. that is a big part of, of the issue. Um, is that 100% see that? Yes. So I think there's a, like, again, I, I, people are, are focusing. Yes. Part of this is about the money, but a lot of it is about the nature of the other support systems from the CSA. And I will say from a, from a fan perspective in terms of eyeballs on both teams, the hype around the men's team always higher. 
I find it gets promoted heavier. I you notice it more. The the only time, the only right time. Oh yeah, I, I I wouldn't have said like before like 2019. I don't think so. I, but I would. No. I, I do though. But I, okay. When they were doing World Cup qualifiers and getting like you know five or six thousand people at BMO Field, as opposed to me, hey, the women's teams here playing against the US in a friendly, twenty odd thousand are showing up. Um, the 26, I, I guess part of me is thinking about the 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 qualifying cycle out in BC. There's just a lot more friendlies and everything. I mean, outside of the, the Gold Cup and World Cup qualifiers, I don't really feel like the CSA did fucking anything at all for the men over the last, like, like years before, like the last couple of years or so. I, I'm Whereas not talking I about attendance. Like the, the women would you know, have had a few little friendlies here. They're nothing compared to what the states would be doing, but more than yeah, like the, the women don't get to play men. on Canadian soil that often. Certainly not in anything that means anything, which is Concacaf's problem. The men play in Canada far more than the women do. Uh, I do not buy that. From I've uh, seen the men take, play from, far more take, than I've seen the women play. Aside from the the last like little like few years there where. Um, you know, there's been the, um, what's it, the, that big World Cup qualifying? Absolutely. I guess the, the issue was you know, the, the men's team would play World Cup qualifiers at home because they had to, whereas I feel like the, the women's team is always like, well, we're going to have a two-week tournament in the US and that's it, like three or four games and that's qualifying. Um, and some of so, that is the yeah. nature of CONCACAF, well, and that's take, a CONCACAF away, issue for sure. Yeah, take away like, the, the games like World Cup qualifiers that they have to play at home. They were never putting on freaking friendlies or anything like that for the men's game. And you know, yes, once they've actually kind of done something, then, oh, yeah, you can kind of say, oh, well, yeah, we're going to do this and this and this. And yeah, you can say, oh, well, but the women's team has been doing something for so long and they've never really got that much. But you know, I, I don't particularly buy that up until say like 2019 or whatever, the men were getting so much more than the women. And overall, neither of them were getting that much because the CSA as a whole was kind of incompetent. But yeah. Well, I, I will uh, say, anyways, from my perspective, in terms of what I recall in terms of promotion from the CS, talking about butts and seats, because supporters of the men's team, supporters of the women's teams, vastly different in terms of when they show up. Right. Like we know that we've all been to these matches. We've been to the, you know, the three, 4,000 matches and we've been to the sold out matches and we've been to everything in between. Um, but again, just my perception as a fan, not as a, whatever, my awareness of men's matches was always hard. And again, maybe because world cup qualifiers, you know, I flew, I flew across a country for a world cup qualifier for the men, you know, back in 2016. Um, but we've also, we also all have traveled for the women's world cup. <laughs> I know adorable. Right. Although that was, yes. that was, that was <laughs> a fun match in BC. I will say mm -hmm. that was one of up until outside the women's world cup and up until the last qualifying round and then and watching the women win gold. That was one of them because I wasn't you know, obviously weren't there, but in an in-person match, that was actually one of the most fun matches I've ever been at, you know, massively full stadium, Kyle Aaron scoring with his butt, you know, all those good things. Right. So. Um, Can't go wrong with a Kyle Aaron goal. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I, whatever. Nice things. Anyway, the whole thing is still so nebulous and so up in the air. And then there is of course still the issue 
potential issue. No, it's an issue of the CSB deal. And again, sort of to your point, Don, whether the CSA are just incompetent um, and we're, we're foolish. And, and again, I don't think, I don't think it was, I don't think the CSB deal was malicious and I don't think that anybody does. I think they were like, Oh, well, this is good as it's going to get right now, you know? So yeah, we'll take this. This sounds like a good deal for us. Let's do this, you know, without mm-hmm. really considering what they were getting themselves into. And I think that, and for both teams, right? Like this isn't just the the WNT, the XNT that has an issue with this. The 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 men's team has been very vocal about this as well, right? So um, that's going to be interesting. And the members of the CSA testify. That's coming up, right? Next week, week after, like it's soon, I think. Sounds like fun. Um, and then they will, and one of the things actually back to the women, back to the, the testimony from the, from the XNT members, uh, you know, they were like, you know who we haven't heard from? We haven't heard from Victor Montagliani. Should we call him to testify? (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, like in unison from all four of the player reps. It was like, yes. And that's all they said. (laughs) They were just like, Mm -hmm. Yes um because yeah he, he would have been a big part of that over the last uh last while well, absolutely the, absolutely and again so for uh, and for issues in terms of like we talk about like matches and awareness and and game schedule you know on north american soil or in canada or whatever you know as former president of the csa but also as president of Concacaf, like you know he plays a massive role in all of this so yeah that'll be fascinating fascinating anyways the drama will continue we will continue to talk about this um because well it's it's a big part of the canadian soccer landscape and you know there's again there's the women's world cup this year there's olympic qualifying for the women this year um gold cup for the men nations league there's a World Cup here in three, three in three years. Oh my God! There's a World Cup here in three years. So yeah, it's just gonna keep happening. But let's move on from that to something far Ooh. less contentious and something we never, never have disagreements about at all. And let's that's kits. Yeah. Not Go TFC on. kits though. No, we're oh. not talking about that. Oh. Go on, you greys. Um, Campion kids have started to drop. It was it was great hearing them chant that though at the game. That was nice. Did they do it? Oh yeah, oh, all Sweet. game long. It was just, <laughs> finally we're embracing this. You're welcome, everyone. No, they didn't. Aw. Yeah. Anyway, sorry you were saying. Anyway, that's all right. So, um, Campion kids have started to drop. Yes, they and- have. While we're not going to get into all of them on this show, we'll we'll reserve that um, for when we're all together and if a couple more teams, possibly all of the teams, have dropped the extensive array of kits for this year. Because again, CanPL gets all the kits all the time. Because this is apparently the only way they make any money. I don't know. Um, Hamilton, mm-hmm. 
who were supposed to have their their kit released last Friday, but due to weather, they moved it to last night, day before recording, Tuesday evening. And uh, our intrepid on-site reporter, Mr. Mark Hinckley, was there. It's true. I am still on the media list for Hamilton, so I got the media assets and was furiously texting Mark, Mark, what do these actually look like in person? Because I can't, because some of the pictures are not good. But anyway, um, chains, chains are hot right now. Apparently, I didn't fully understand the chains. Well, actually, the chains that were hanging forged, off of you're forging links. It's yeah. it's chains. It's Steel um, City, but um, apparently, it's the city no. flag. Yes. So the. For those of you who are not avid vexillologists, and honestly, if you listen to this podcast, how aren't you? Honestly. That's true. For an um, educational podcast. If nothing else, and cultural, we should be getting a grant. So the Ooh. civic flag of Hamilton is, uh, and I say it questionably, uh, golden blue. <laughs> and I don't know why, because they had... The, the the flag in as far as in t- terms of flags go is fairly new because flags rarely change, and um, it's got the same kind of uh, spread as as the Canadian flag where you've got you know a bar a middle and another bar going left to right, but in the middle there's a sink foil which is a five petaled flower, and then there's a series of chains that make a circle, and the chains are supposed to represent the six. Municipalities that merged to make the air quotes mega city of Hamilton. Mega um, city. Ooh. They didn't really call oh. it that, but that was Duncan. That's what was in style at the time. Yeah, mega well, cities were really the rage. It's true. So, oh, yeah. Hamilton's like, we can get in on this, and even and Dundas was like, no, but they they eventually <laughs> went in anyway. So, um, for those of you who don't know, Dundas is not just a street; it's actually a town. So, um, racists. I know, right? So the uh, the design on the kit has basically those interlocking chains from the flag. And it starts off, you know, reasonably small around the badge up at that top left. But they increase in size going away from the badge, but they kind of overlap one another. And the patterns inside are different from one ring to the next. And at first I thought... Um, Oh, this is going. This is this this is camouflage, and then immediately, the voice of Kristen appeared in my head, <laughs> and there was a lot of swearing because you would know what that sounds like. Um, but then I looked. I got a nut. Like one of the players was having to be standing fairly close to where I was, and I could clearly see there they were triangles. I don't know what the triangles are necessarily supposed to represent. Doesn't matter, but. That wasn't camo. That was just an abstract pattern of of triangles filling in one of the circles, of the the rings of the interlocking chains. So when it's all said and done, it's it's. I think it's. I feel it's like it's a really. Uh, it's got more depth to it than just pattern for pattern's sake. Like I tend to, I tend to feel like a lot of kits that come out all around the world, not just Campiel, not just MLS. Sometimes it's just pattern for pattern's sake. Oh, we put it in because it looks nice. Nothing wrong with it. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. But sometimes they go for it and it can turn out to be a mess. And sometimes they go for it and it kind of is interesting. And this is one of those cases where full marks to whoever designed this, they put more than 20 minutes of thought into this. 
because uh, it could have been a dog's breakfast. So, and at first glance, you might think it is, but it's there's some depth, uh, cleverness. Yeah. Would, would, would you call it, Mac? Would, would you call it a, a junkyard dog's breakfast? Grab them cakes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, at the event, were there cakes to grab, Mark? Uh, uh, did, there, they, did they have cakes? Did you? Grab no, them? there were no cakes. They had these macaroni were, and cheese bite things, which were, should have been better. Actually, Mark, but also, I, they were kind of cold. Anyway, yes. I, I have a question about the, about the launch event. Uh, was oh. the background music just Fleetwood Mac's "The Chain" over and over again? No, but it was a lot of oomphs. Oons, oons, not oons, even oons, not oons. even some pretenders back on the chain gang um i don't think they're aiming for that demographic Kristen. petition to looking for is the tie cats for that one um no petition I, I, to change the uh the hamilton team's uh, nickname to the junkyard dogs oh yeah look if i can't get the robins in toronto i don't know if you're gonna get the junkyard dogs in hamilton but we can both work on this together Okay, concerted effort. This is the dumbest I've got a thing lot of this whole, this, whole, this whole chains thing. It's the dumbest. I got a lot of failed attempts that I can, you know, we can learn from and not repeat. But um, yeah, so that that's uh, what about Diana Ross chain reaction? She's she's part of the oh, footy world. There you go. Yes, yes. I don't know, Kristen, but there's a lot yes. of two chains being played. Actually, I don't know. That's not true. I don't know if I can name a two chain song. Um, but anyway. Um, but yeah, you, you're talking about some shirts are a mess, some shirts are interesting. These ones are yeah, a mess, it's, Mark. I, like, this is a mess. That's what it's it is. One of, it's, it's, it's a mess. Like you kind of you kind of got to get like I had to get close to it to really like oh okay I see, I see this pattern. You know, concentric circles except they're concentric chains, uh, going away from the badge. So it it, it yeah, there was it it's. It it's a it's a yes from me, dog. You know, I I really I really enjoyed. I don't out of the five uh, home kits they've had. Um, I still think last year's was the best, but this is this is a pretty solid second. Uh, to be fair, it's that's a real easy second is a real easy place to get because some of them been meh to do. And then there's the away kit. The away kit is uh, is black and gray. It looks like the best way I can put it. Um, if you know what the uh, quakes. Sounds like earthquakes badge looks like it's kind of like these diagonal chevronish looking things, but they alternate at the at the intersection when they kind of merge together, like like in that downstroke. If and more if chains, if it's black on the left, it's gray on the right, and then below it, it's gray on the left and black on the right, and it repeats all the way up and down and left and right. And within the black one, the black stripes, there's chains, as Kristen said. Um, might have been might have been too far with the chain thing. It's fine. From a distance, they look great. Up close, it's like, oh wow, you guys really leaned fucking hard into this. Um, at first, I really liked the I liked the away kit more, but I think I, I think I'm now in 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 team team home kit. But I think they're both pretty pretty damn good. Mm. Um, I I, I will say uh, I would like to give a uh, a nod to friend of the pod. Uh, Mike Hudson, uh, who has been on our show, um, he messaged me congratulating me on my design for Forge, to which I responded, uh, that's not me. You would be able to tell because I would have made the home shirts gray. So um, 
yeah, that's my thing now. I'm going to make every fucking club gray. I'm going to suggest it. I think it's just the way we should be going forward because apparently I All have clubs to, are gray. I have to own this. Well, just the temporary. It doesn't have to be forever, but 2002 to 2004 is going to be gray kits for everyone. So let's, 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 let's tone it down so we can explode later, you know? Um, but uh, uh, thanks. For, thanks for the nod. <laughs> I chuckled when I saw it. So thanks, man. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the sock games week. I will just throw that right out. The sock game is kind of shit, but they had really good socks last year. So I, I would say that away shirt. I, mean, I, I feel like I've seen some people talk about kids like oh, that looks like a golf shirt. And it's like, yeah, yeah this one does. This this looks more like a golf tank top. And then you know you you're wearing something underneath it. You're wearing a, like a black t-shirt underneath yeah, it. I, I see. I, I feel like I owned a golf shirt that looked like that at one point in time. Not with the chains. Didn't go full chains. Mm. But it was like black and gray, thin stripes-ish. I mean, if you took away the sponsor and just threw like a random Nike swoosh, it would not look it would not look out of place on Tiger Woods. You know, I Duncan golfs extensively. So yes, I feel like Yes. Yes. We 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 might have to defer to his expertise in this one. I'm not sure. Well, I, if I could, if I've I could, never golfed other than foot golfed. So I or well, I've frisbee golfed as well. Anyway, I've oh. never traditional golfed, and I am no help in this matter. And when it comes to the the sartorial choices um, of the of the golfer, well, if if this is if this would only sweeten the deal. For Duncan to em- embrace his inner Forge fandom, we got a t- <laughs> we have a tour. We had a tour of the locker room where they had like the players' kits hanging up with their nameplates above. Some had permanent nameplates. Some had just printed pieces of paper because either they're <laughs> trialists or they haven't. <laughs> um, kid is kind of like out just outside of the main room, which is weirdly funny um but he's a keeper and he's like the third or fourth keeper on the team so like makes sense but i i would be remiss to not notice that there is a placeholder for a number six and his last name appears to be duncan now this is a sign wow are you are you making this up just to sway him i have I will. I have a. I took a photo. Is there a honestly, photograph? It sounds like this? I would make that shit up. I mean, it's not like I'm. It's not I, like hear, I'm I hear nickel. I hear Nickelback. Look at this photograph. Let's I'm, go. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. It's not like I'm got like. There's one of like somebody named Walsh or some shit. Like I don't. Who has that last name anyway? Really? So who? One great. One great player. Is, that was it. Yeah. Is there a, a Duncan that played for Sigma FC before? I, I, yeah. I mean, it's naturally assumed he plays for Sigma. He probably still does. I, I just assume everybody yeah. that plays for Hamilton yeah, at I, one point in time played for Sigma. I would be, I would be genuinely alarmed if he hadn't. I'd be like, Oh, who is this unknown quantity? Like, why, why are you taking chances like this? Um, like I, I genuinely feel like the non Sigma players have taken a Sigma course by correspondence at some point. That's how we got Ancelotti Janssen, you know? Mm. Mm. Um, but uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it would be pretty, it would be pretty, you know, sign of the universe, Dunk. Yeah, Golf I mean, looking you, shirt, Dunk yeah. it on the back. You number six. You you, you feel like you're a six. I mean, uh, you're a ten and a half. 
Oh, bless you. Mm. Um, I yeah, you know, potentially, I, yeah, interesting. And so they wouldn't get one of the orange ones off them. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, get one of the, one of the grey ones with Duncan on the back. Okay. Interesting. I'll I'll send it for your next golf tournament. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, right. so that was that was the that was the show. Did not win a free kit, which was a shame because that means my streak is over. Um, but uh, it was a good event, and honestly, I feel like uh, if somebody just says, "Yeah, we're going to launch a new kit," there's there's a chance I'm conspiring on how do I get there. So uh, glad I went. <laughs> uh, uh, thank thanks to um, Alan Gorman, friend of the show. Probably doesn't listen. Um, he managed to have a spare ticket because of the reschedule. I could go, but I didn't RSVP. And he had a spare, ah. so hooray for me. Huzzah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good, good time. Uh, a good, worth, worth the, uh, worth the adventure. Back to you. Kristen. I have to admit, I, I did see, I saw a little bit of video from the launch, and I, I did think that Ashton Morgan looked particularly good in in the away kit. So, <sighs> yeah. Well, you know what? They should because. As one of your four favorite teams, <laughs> everybody looks good in the kit. Uh, Jordan Hamilton I, 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 looks good in the I, kit. I, I admit, I I actually quite like both of these kits, and I hate that very much. So it's it's it's. You like it's them? causing. Really? I do. I I do. I know, Duncan. Huh. I know. I know. I don't like that. I like them. I don't even know why. I just I messaged Mark, and I was like, Yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I don't was, know. I was literally 30 seconds from leaving the building when you said, can you get me a picture of the away kit? Yeah. And I turned like it was to my right. Like there's a there's a mannequin like done. <laughs> Took a bunch of photos. So, um, yeah. 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 Oh, no, D- Duncan, I'm not happy about it. And and I'm hoping that when I see them up close <laughs> or something that I will change my mind. But right now I can say and I like them. It's very annoying. Although, although I will say for the away, I do, and I get why the lines don't match up. But I would be happier if they did. I think. But no, I like they them. Just, I like the orange be... one in particular. It's really fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Hamilton. Good job, jerks. Just waiting for Pacific to release theirs officially so that I can like just move on. Fair. All right. Speaking of moving on, uh, one more thing in our things we're talking about uh, section, and that is uh, TFC signed a new player. That's right. Three games into the season, they signed a new player. They're allowed to. How? Apparently, they not only did they sign a new player, they signed Mm -hmm. a new Canadian player. Okay, what's wrong with them? Well, it depends on which Whitecaps fans you talk to. Oh, okay. All right. I know what you're talking about now. So, um, yeah. uh, Christian Gutierrez off waivers from mm. the Whitecaps, mm. where he has spent the last three seasons. Um, previous to that, uh, he played for Colo Colo. Um, only two, only half the Colos. Okay. <laughs> more Colos, guys. More Colos. He, uh, anyway, he's. He's actually a left back, which they okay. need right now, which also makes me wonder how injured is Petretta. Um, he's not ancient. 
mid twenties. Yeah, that's something. You know, I, I again, I, I, I don't have a lot of impression of him. I don't watch a ton of Whitecaps matches. Um, he's he's declared for the national team. He filed his one-time switch um, from Chile to to Canada. Hasn't received a call up yet. Perhaps this will this will help in that regard. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> that amuses me. Just for, oh, well, you play for TFC now. Okay, you can, you, doesn't you can it? Well, us. exactly. Come on now. Um, yeah. Did Jonathan Osorio put in a good word for you? Oh, okay, no problem. Um, it's uh, again. I I have seen people talking about. Well, he was he was he was put on waivers for a good reason, but I don't recall ever seeing a ton. Again, I don't pay enough attention to the Whitecaps. Maybe I should, but I don't recall seeing a ton of chatter about him over the last few years in terms of good bad kind of thing. But I may have missed stuff because, again, I don't pay that much attention. And if there are any Whitecaps fans that that listen to us, um, please let us know. Or Duncan, Mark, do you guys know something that I don't? Please say yes. No. Yes. Oh. Yes. No. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you said. Um. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you know, the white caps, meh, dead fucking shit. They, they are the, the gray mice of MLS, and it seems like this guy is a particularly it's a meh bit of a gray mice, uh, gray mouse within the white caps. Really, you were saying that you never really hear much about him. He's played like forty-four games over three years, which that's maybe about half of the games or something like that. He, it all screams nothing special, doesn't it? Hey, mm-hmm. it's, hey you've, you've, you've played, you want to play for Canada rather than Chile? Good for you. I like that. But you know, are you any good? I generally don't know. Can't remember ever watching him play, but I'm guessing probably nothing special. What I'm sort of hoping or thinking in terms of of his level, like he may not be a star and he doesn't have to be a star. He just has to be competent. I, I will take, I will take competent defenders. Competent you know what is, I mean? Is, um, yes. is that he has stayed. And, and again, it's not to say that MLS is like some, Ooh, you're, you've stayed in MLS, but he stayed in MLS. He hasn't been loaned out to next pro teams, stuff like that. Like, and so I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to take that as a positive, whatever he wasn't playing, you know, he wasn't a consistent starter with Vancouver, but they didn't dump him off anywhere either. I don't know. Am I reaching? I'm probably reaching. No, I mean, it, it, it's fair. You know, he, he didn't earn himself a promotion to somewhere better. He wasn't bad enough to get relegated to somewhere worse. Eh. It's, you know, it's a, it seems like a, a mediocre player on a mediocre team. That, that might be enough. Yeah. That, that might be all we need. It's possible. Could be worse. Yes. And, you know, Canadian, hooray. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, um, don't really ever remember. He's never made enough of it, an impression on me to uh, specifically have a, a natural informed opinion of any kind. I mean... Well, we'll we'll potentially find out this weekend. So we <laughs> checks a lot of boxes. Like, and at the very least, we kind of need players in that position. So, yeah, now is good, I guess. 
<laughs> also, Duncan, thank you very much for mentioning mm. Gray as many times as you did. I really have a vested interest <laughs> in that color for some reason. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Junkyard dogs. Is that I'm, working out okay. I'm working on it. So yeah, junkyard dogs. I owe, I owe you for that. So that's mm. you're very welcome. All right. Well, let's move on to what's coming up. And well, yes, uh, the men's national team do have a, a Nations League match here in Toronto in just under two weeks. We're going to talk about that next week because while there's lots of rumors about which players are slowly one by one allegedly getting call-ups um, to the t- to the squad for this match, um, nothing official has been announced, which means it'll get announced tomorrow. Um, we'll talk about the squad and preview the match next week. So, um, so really, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Uh, this weekend's home match for Toronto against the uh, good old Miami Vice. Yeah. Woo. A team that Toronto thus far, historically, has a really bad record against. Yay. Un- unnaturally bad record. Like, it's so bad. It's confusingly bad. I know it's Miami. They're not that good. They're not that fucking good. I know. It's gotta it's just gotta be a case of like, oh, it's just them stomped. But they did it every fucking time. Oh, it's just them. Thud. You know. They're still not that good. Thud. Like they're just gonna anyway. Optimism. Optimism. Okay, we're good. Mm. Optimism. Um, now, also keeping in mind that it's been over the last two years when Toronto has been very bad. But again, Miami has also not been good. Anyways, yes, it's very confusing. It's not fun. Um, Miami off to a better start than Toronto so far this season. Um, but they did lose. I know. Who could possibly be doing better than mm. Toronto? <laughs> Uh, oh, I love this. Miami's five wins over Toronto, or it's most against any opponent in MLS play. <laughs> yeah. It's fabulous. While the five consecutive defeats equal Toronto's longest losing streak against any opponent in its MLS history. Mm. The first <laughs> one was Seattle. That's lovely. There you go. Um, anyway, they lost to the Peter Rats on the weekend. Uh, so hopefully they're demoralized and not at all looking to rebound. No, there's no, don't be ridiculous. Um, oh God, I forgot. Joseph Martinez was in Miami now. Mm. Hasn't done much yet, but yes. No, but he likes to score against Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, I really had forgotten that. Um, I even looked at the players list and my brain just did not register his name at all. Delightful. So this match again is at home where hopefully Toronto, you know, feels the support from the hometown crowd. Um, The potentially likely colder weather will confuse the players that train in Miami. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, the problem is that uh, it was announced yesterday that uh, Insigne, instead of about to be back, because again, it was a surprise to me when I was looking at the lineup on Saturday while I was at work to not see him on the subs bench because everyone had been talking about like he was coming back to play in the in the home opener um and that didn't happen and then it turns uh, out that he's out for yeah. another i know i know you i'm so that? optimistic uh. i did i did i know i know i it's it's like it's like the me of old where i just am like rose-colored glasses and everything is shiny and someone needs to like just you know slap me a little bit um <laughs> So he's out for three to four matches is what they're saying now because he he re-aggravated or aggravated or made things worse on Friday during training or something. Um, yay. Uh, so yeah, so they'll be without Insigne, but they've been without him for most of this young season so far anyway. So ah, it's fine. They've got Brindeski and a new left back. Everything will be fine. Be fine. Be totally fine. So yeah totally excited for this match like super excited let me let me tell you like yeah just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sounds like it yeah i know if i i figure if i just keep saying it that maybe i'll yeah, you'll just myself. believe it like a mantra yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm excited for this match too i'm excited for this match too i'm excited for this match too no that's no. the spirit no so yeah. um Let's look at players to watch. I'm I am not go. choosing what's his name yeah, because I'm not. I'm not even going to say his name anymore because that'll just, yeah, no, not happening. I'm going to go with um, Tottenham Hotspur legend uh, DeAndre uh, Yedlin. Um, I forgot that he was even fucking there. And I'm like, is that me too? Is that really? D. Yedlin? Is that really D. Yedlin? So, I remember yeah, him in Newcastle. Was he a top? Yes, according to Wikipedia, one appearance. Okay. And then was promptly loaned out to Sunderland. Yep. (laughs) Where he made 23 appearances. (laughs) Yep. And then ended up at Newcastle and Gala and Inter, Miami. Mm. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to go DeAndre Yedlin. Not not that I'm expecting him to do anything particularly exciting, but, you know. I also don't want to pick what's his face. So there. Yeah. I mean, what's his face? I presume you're all referring to Harvey Neville. Yes. Obviously. Oh, dear. Uh, oh Duncan. No. How could you say? Neville, baby. <laughs> yes. And yes. jinx just now. Uh, yeah. Is that convincing? It felt convincing. Yeah. Totally yeah. convincing. Thank you. Okay, good. 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 Um, so Ariel Lasseter, maybe uh, you know he, he's he, he's got to be good. So he's got a lot of yeah, uh, uh, I don't know, a lot of MLS heritage in the name at least. True. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, um. Oh no, he hasn't played. Defender, I totally def- him. They've got a defender called R. Sailor. I'm gonna click. I know that's name. the one I was I hope, thinking of. I, was I, like, hope, it, I like, hope it's Randy Sailor. 
Oh, it's Ryan. Um, that's less oh, that's, dis- yeah. that's disappointing. Now, change your name. Change your it, name. It's now Randy. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to know I mean, more we, about we, a guy who just called for you. Is yes, I know. Or is it I am Gregor. Greg- oh, it's Gregory. It's actually Gregory. What? Pronunciation really? guy for the win. Yeah, it sucks. I bet I bet there were some really good chunks about that guy. Gregorian. Uh, I, hmm? uh, ah, sorry. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, I, wasn't yeah, going was, I was desperately trying to come up with, you know, reward chants that ended in E that fit with his fit name. No, you're right. Good one. Good one. Yeah, not really. But, you, know. <laughs> <laughs> you would think they would come up and, and somebody could do something like that for him. No, have you have you heard the chants? Remember, remember that year when Gregorian chants were huge. Yeah, and nobody that? could explain why. Nobody could explain. That was that, was that was that was a tie, man. That was. Man, was, that they, they were everywhere. was was that some kind of you know sort of rave music drugs kind of thing? Oh, yeah, we're gonna put this in here as well because everyone's all kind of fucked up. Someone sampled it. it. Who was it? Like it, it was in Sad. Yeah, that, that's pretty much wow. the thing. Was it Enya? It was, it was definitely some dancey thing. No, um no. Oh god, return to sadness. Um, oh god, what the, yeah, that's the one. I just you, I know you're all. Everyone who's listening to this is absolutely sh- shouting this out right now. And uh, Enigma. Oh God! Yes, Enigma. Enigma. Thank yes, you. Mark. I didn't. I didn't yes. even get to type it into Google. It popped in my head. Yeah, Enigma. They made it worse, but hopefully they got rich <laughs> off of it, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did. Oh God! Well, Return to Innocence was such a much better song. But anyway, that's another argument for later. Um. Anyway, yes, that yeah, that was that was that was that was the big catalyst. Yes, Enigma probably spelled sadness with an e, like sadness, like Shade, yes. or Marquita Sad. I, what I don't know exactly where to go with that. There but, we go. Uh, mm, sadness. Okay. You don't know how to have a sadness. <laughs> <laughs> depends. Depends on how much salmonella you got. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yes. Uh, um, anyway. <sighs> Enigma, right? Yes. Um, this Drake calendar person uh, with the terrible passing percentage. Uh, so that's I'm gonna I'm gonna choose them as my player to watch. That is such and a probably pass. I know. You- I'm Drake Calendar. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go back to the soap opera you came from, asshole. Right. <laughs> like he sounds. He sounds like a soap opera villain. Oh. Drake Calendar. Or, or like a name, like like the, like the fake that the fake name Homer would have picked, yeah. um, before he became Max Power. Yeah. Now, like I get that he's like he's 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 their keeper, so his passing percentage doesn't have to be that good. But man, if your ball distribution sucks, then you're not a good keeper, as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, you know who might be American? Bryce Bryce Duke. Oh yeah, God. <laughs> that's his name. There's Bryce no Duke. fucking way. He's American. That guy, yeah. that guy probably had to choose between lacrosse and soccer. Honestly, <laughs> absolutely. Or yeah. golf. Or, yes. or golf. Well, he—that's what he does on his downtime. That's true. That's true. Someone sent him a uh, uh, Hamilton Awaken. Um. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! The pronunciation guide. The pronunciation guide. Oh my God. Duke. <laughs> Duke. <laughs> I mean, thanks, but 
See, it's spelled out deep. For those of you who don't follow us while we're looking at Wikipedia and various sites as this podcast happens, Bryce Duke, under the pronunciation guide, is is spelled out B-R-Y-S-E, Bryce, D-O-O-K for Duke. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of shitty. Um, oh my god, man, that's one of the best things I have ever seen in the pronunciation guide from MLS. That's 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 fucking magical. I mean, I'm looking at I this kid's. It. I'm looking at this kid's head. He did not play lacrosse. No, no, no. But he, he stuck around for math class. I'm telling you, he plays golf. <laughs> oh boy. All right. He got bullied for playing soccer. As that's a, that's a head of somebody who's been inside a locker, <laughs> not a locker room, a locker. Sorry, Bryce. I'm sure you're a sweet kid, but this is a podcast, and we're entertaining, if nothing else. Uh, they they also have a, a Robbie Robinson. What? Yeah. Like a guitar Rob, player? Robbie Robinson. Here's Fantastic. to Robbie Robinson <laughs> sitting on the bench all alone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, God. That's. Oh, pronunciation guy strikes again. That's a, that's a product of terrible <laughs> parents right there. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. Um, Robbie okay, Robinson. delightful. I'm not sure that's how it's pronounced. I it's really don't Robinson. think it is either. No. Yeah, Robinson? Really? Uh-huh. Robinson? No, no. No, no. Okay. Okay, Inter in Miami Vice pronunciation people, you, you fail. Okay, well, let's move on from this to predictions for this match then. So, 2 0 Miami. Let's hear it. 2 0 Miami. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. No hesitation whatsoever. No. Uh, 2-1 Toronto. Ooh. They'll give up the I concur. first goal and fight back. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm with Marcus on this. Interesting. I know. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm very okay. rarely right on this. So, I mean, I'm literally hucking a dart at a dartboard. So. As long as you're hucking it at the dartboard and, and not elsewhere, that's really all we can ask. Fair. Okay, before we go. Uh, also, uh, Joseph Martinez. Duncan. Before we go, um, a quick game of where are they now? Where are they now? Where are they now? Sorry, b- b- before we get there, b- before we get there, I, I, I just noticed a, a headline on the, uh, the Miami MLS site. And I'm, I'm, we'll have a little... Uh, Little throwback to a sort of bitchy blanks. I'm just going to read this headline here. Into Miami's Robbie Robinson leaves blank camp to consider his international allegiance. What country do you think Robbie Robinson has has left their camp to consider his international allegiance? Oh. Okay, this well, is good. Co- considering I, I want him to be like the badly named son of Robbie Robinson canadian music legend i'm gonna say canada but that can't be right but i'm just no. gonna say it anyway no I'm gonna, all right so this the, i think i think what's only fair Robbie is that Robertson. this is this, this is a this is going to be a 
you know, horseshoes and hand grenades, whoever's like geographically closer. So we're going to, so Kristen, skip, skip Canada does not count okay. as a guess. Yes. Um, Barbados. Czech Republic. Czechia. <laughs> uh, he has departed Chile's international camp. Uh, Congratulations, Kristen. Well done. Robbie Robinson. Well done. Maybe that's why it's called Robinson. It's, oh, perhaps. Yeah, good, good. Oh, yes. No, no, that's how it's pronounced, guys. It's not, we're not fucking around. We didn't have, we didn't have the new guy fill this out. That's how it's pronounced. Uh, I guess, yeah, he's a, he's a I guess we are the assholes, okay? That's what I'm learning right now. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe he's been talking to Christian Gutierrez. Who knows? <laughs> Possibly. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Where are they now? Before anyway, we go, sorry, Kristen. Yes, Where no, no, no. That was now? delightful. No, that was great news. I loved it. Thank it. you. Good game. Good game. Um, a little game of where are they now? Am I doing it again? Sure. Where are they now? Where are they now? Oh. Where are they now? Where are they now? Don't know. Okay. All right. That's good. This former original TFC player. Oh Ooh. shit. Was a fan favorite. Whatever his name is, Escandarian. No. Mm. Was a fan favorite. Jeff Cunningham, Colin Samuel. An international for his country. No, he was not an international. Greg Sutton. Good one. Um, This midfielder. Colin, no. Was Uh. traded in 2010. Uh. Well, hello. This is Colin (laughs) It is indeed. Oh my it's god, I was about to say that. Yeah. I was I was literally at caught and then you said midfielder and for some reason, oh he's a defender. And okay. I was and I, and I was like I was like I was like, do I give the midfielder? If I give the midfielder, it's gonna no. be too much, but I have to give the midfielder. So anyway. Yeah, um, and then the, the twenty ten thing is oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so former Vancouver former Vancouver Whitecaps head coach Carl Robinson is back in major league soccer. Mm. This time as an assistant coach with DC United. That's right. After spending the last two seasons in Australia with the Western Sydney Wanderers and the Newcastle United Jets, uh, Wayne Rooney has brought him back to North America. Um, He's already Hmm. added a lot of value to the coaching side. His knowledge and experience will be a great addition to our backroom staff. So there you go, Carl Robinson. Back in MLS, we'll look forward to seeing uh, that hairline on the on the touchline the next time they in Toronto play. Yeah, I'm thinking that's uh, that's where he's coming. Rooney's just uh, you know a bit a bit jealous, wanting to bring in mental in from the hair game. Yeah, I figure Rooney's kind Probably of makes old. Sense. Robinson's got a, a three head, a two head at most. Uh, <laughs> sorry, two head, three head at most. Uh, you know they, they can work together. There's lessons to be learned there. <sighs> Oh, yep. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm happy for, for Robbo. As everyone knows, he is one of my all-time favorite players. Um, So good, good, good luck to him, except for when they're playing Toronto, basically, I guess. I don't know. Sure. I want him to do well. Yeah. I can't imagine he had much overlap with Wayne Rooney. Well, no. where, would, where would Rooney be doing him a favor? Hey? Okay. I don't know. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, good for him. Well done. All right. Well, on that uh, 
fairly uplifting note, that's our show for this week. Please join us next week when we look back at probably another cold match at BMO. Um, Look ahead to uh, the men's Nations League match against Honduras, uh, which will also probably be another cold match at BMO. See if any more CAMPL kits have dropped. That would be exciting. Talk about the new CAMPL playoff schedule because we didn't talk about that this week. And more. I have been joined by two of our three usual additional panelists on this week's show to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Zip zap. Wow. Oh, Tony? That even um, here. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love showing. <laughs> Out on the tweet machines at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. We got shirts. You can go find them on our Zazzle shop. Stuff Tony did. Very good stuff. And uh, and I'm I'm still on uh, DeAndre Yedlin's uh, Wikipedia page. Um, half Latvian. Who had me? Half Latvian. Really? Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. That is. This is a good factoid. I like this tiny ass country. Huh. Anyway, Wikipedia. God love it. As for me, you could find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. <laughs>